Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is brought to you by no one. Robert Wally. Oh, thank you guys. Yeah, great job. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. <laughs> Welcome to the Park It In My Ferme show. And on the show this week, Red Bull secures an engine. Alonso released from hospital a possible engine freeze in Formula 1. McLaren reveal their car and drive it. Ferrari fire up their engines for the first time this year. We also look at the most unbeatable, unbelievable records in Formula 1 and the most bizarre racing driver of all time. Oh, and also, Danny Rick said he's going to be calling back. But before we jump in, let's hand the mic over to the main man, the one and only... He says pimping is easy. The Don won the sex on two legs. Mr. David Croft, take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back. Relax for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, your boy, the one and only, the man described as very handsome by his mother, love, family, dinner, Colby, here. Take out the binoculars. Look around. Over there. You see it? You see that? That's my Fermi Park it there if you don't mind because you've come to the hottest Formula One podcast in the world, the Park It In My Fermi podcast, the place where we discuss all things F1, the memes, discussion, opinions, news, results and more. You want to know what George Russell wears under his racing suit? <laughs> you better believe that gorgeous George Insta hunk is free balling, largest testicles on the grid according to Nikki Latifi. 
Man, smuggling two great boots in the driver's seat each time he drives. Great downforce. FIA are currently investigating it, though. But what if you wanted to listen to older episodes of Parking in My Family? What a wonderful question that is. Just ask there. Well done. Well done. Well, you can get them on the website, parkitinmyfermate.com. Also on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. You're not on iHeartRadio, are you? <laughs> no, no, no. We're everywhere. We're there. We're there. You better look. How many damn times do I need to tell you? Make sure you subscribe, follow, and all of that jazz. And I'm a very insecure person, and I need that love. Check the socials. You know we're there. Insta, Facebook, Twitter, and more. But on the show this week, we have the news. Red Bull have secured an engine for the next few years. Alonso, after that nasty crash, is up and about after being hospitalized. Potential engine freeze on the horizon. McLaren car revealed and tested. Ferrari fire up their engines for the first time. We look at the most bizarre records in Formula 1 that will never, ever, 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 ever be broken. And look at the craziest F1 driver of all time. Might be going into the parking in my Fermi Pimp Hall of Fame. Oh, and don't forget, we are expecting a call from Danny Rick for an exclusive interview this week. Hot off, hot off the reveal of the McLaren 2. I'm excited to have a little chat to him about that. But first, the news. News, 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 news. Cody. Formula One news, pocket in my Fermi, Formula One news, it's the pimp news, pimp news, didn't steal this, it's definitely the pimp news, pimp news, pimp news coming through your ears right now, pocket in my Fermi, Formula One news, pimp news, yeah. Whistleman, Lego. Uh, so first of all, let's talk about the return of Portugal. After a strong showing in 2020, a fan favourite race for sure. It is set to return with Vietnam being left off the 2021 calendar on May 2nd. The Formula 1 season will stop off at the Algarve circuit in Portimao. This was always speculated to be destined. It was a destination for the race that weekend. However, with COVID numbers spiking in Portugal and all over Europe, still the FIA were hesitant to make that final decision, but it looks like they've now dropped the hammer. So book your tickets, and that's where we're heading. Red Bull has confirmed it will keep Honda in the game. Honda has decided that after the 2021 season to leave Formula 1 behind, but the energy drink racing team that gives you wings has agreed to keep the Honda engine alive and well. With the engine freeze happening next year until 2024, this is a great, great signing for the Red Bull, making sure that they have solid partnership moving forward instead of going back to the Renault engines of old. And after a horrendous season, Ferrari have finally fired up their engines for the first time this year. Although all reports are that the car has been improved in all areas, it will still struggle and continue its poor form carrying on from the 2020 season. In 2020, Ferrari saw their lowest finish since 1980 where the constructor finished sixth in the championship. Let me know how you think Ferrari's going to go. Find me on the social, slide into the DMs. Much like many of the Ferraris are going to be sliding into the walls around the track, they will be horrendous, in my opinion. And in the biggest news in the past week, we saw the McLarens being unveiled to the fans. Although the, the differences from the 2020 season and the 2021 are subtle, the car is looking a fucking schmick. Both drivers were able to test the car with all reports being positive other than the minor adjustments needed for Danny Rick's slender, sexy frame. I predict great things 
for McLaren in the 2021 season, where I expect them not only to finish in a clear third, but close the gap to the two in front, Mercedes and Red Bull. And also a big, big love and support. Thank you and hope everything's going well too. Fernando Alonso, after being in a horrendous bicycle accident, being absolutely cleaned up. The man was hospitalized, but it looks like he's up and about, moving around. Very, very nice indeed. Good to see the Spaniard back at it, ready for the F1 season ahead. And that's it for the news. Good job, Carlos. Well done. How does that song go? I don't know. It was... But you know what came to my mind? Go, go, squeeze! <laughs> okay, I just, just got a text message through from the man himself, Danny Rick. About to call through. Now, this is he's already put it off twice. He's promised that he will give us an interview, and I'm looking forward to it now as well. He's just, just tested the car for the first time. Looking good in the new racing getup. I do like the suit. Very nice. Good helmet as well. Um, he should be calling through any second now. Let's just have a little... Oh! Oh, that's it. Oh, that's him. Oh, alright, let's just, uh... Alright, 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 right. Hello, uh, Danny? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is I. Yes. Best looking, uh, best looking podcaster in the Formula One sphere. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, fuck, no. What's happened? Again? Sister's having back surgery. What? What happened to her? Hit with a tennis racket? What? You think it was Ocon? Oh, no. I knew it. Ocon and Ricciardo, for those playing at home... They've been feuding for some time. And it looks like Esteban Ocon ran after Danny Rick's little sister with a tennis racket. She's got to have back surgery. Horrible, horrible timing. So, Danny, you're saying you can't do the podcast interview right now? Yep. Okay. Just a quick couple of quick... No? No question? But you have time to tell me and the audience that Parker in My Firma is the number one Formula One podcast going around. I do happen to agree. All right, next week. You better believe it next week. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Danny Rick will be on the show next week giving that exclusive interview. I can't wait. I know you can't either. Make sure you tell your friends. Here we go. Now it's time for... Cody's Top 5. Now this week, it's the Top 5 Craziest and Bizarre Facts and Stats in Formula 1. Of all time. Now, these are the facts and stats and the stats that will never, ever, ever be broken. There are some crazy stats in sport. Will Chamberlain scoring 100 points in a basketball game. Crazy stat. But none seem to be as crazy as the statistics you're about to hear. Uh, uh, uh. Before we get started, let's start with a couple of honorable mentions. First crazy stat, most Drivers to win a Formula One championship within a decade. Alright, in a span of 10 years. The most drivers ever to win a Formula One championship within that decade, seven. This actually happened three times during the 60s, 70s and 90s with certain teams starting to dominate and the speed gap between the teams becoming greater and greater. 
Sad to say, but this stat won't ever be matched again. In the past 10 years alone, we've only had a couple of champions. And with Lewis set to dominate for the future for Mercedes, I mean, the regulations will change things up a little bit. But to have seven different drivers win multiple championships within a 10-year space? Ah, that ain't happening again. Honorable mention number two, most race wins in a calendar season. Most race winners in a calendar season. 11. Now, in 1982 season, there were 11 different winners. What's even more insane is that back then, there were only 16 races that year. The winners, Alan Prost, Nicky Lauda, Didier Peroni, John Watson, Ricardo Patrizzi, Nelson Piquet, Rene Anne, Patrick Tembe, Elio De Angeles, Kike Rosberg, and Michelle Alboreto, with Kike only winning the one race and being the driver's champion. It's crazy because we now live in a world where there are only a handful of teams dominating the sport. The closest thing we have had to that was back in 2010 when there were up to 10 drivers' championship lead changes in a single season. And what a year that was. So I'm going to have to add that one to the list as well. As a crazy stat, 11 different winners in a season, never ever going to happen again. But now that the appetizers are dealt with, mm, it's time for the main course. Yummy, yummy in my tummy. It's now time for... Cody's Top 5. Top 5 statistics and facts in Formula 1 that will never ever be broken or matched. Number 5. 5. Highest podium percentage in a single season. I mean, it's a given. I think this one can be matched, but back in 2002, Michael Schumacher, the Schumacher in the Ferrari, was able to finish on the podium in all 17 races that year. Podiuming in 100% of the races he started. Although I think it could be matched one day, it's highly unlikely as engines break down, drivers cause errors, and so on. But hey, 17 for 17, well done, Mickey the Shoe. Number four. Four. Most pit stops by a winning driver. Six. Are you kidding me? Back in 2011 at the Canadian Grand Prix, Jensen Button went on to win the race after pitting six times. It's crazy to think of drivers doing more than three pit stops. But back in 2011, Button was able to complete six pit stops and managed to get the race win. Because of how well the cars run now, this is surely a record that won't even be close to being chased down. Well done, Jenny the Butt. Number three, three. shortest Formula One career. Uh, I'm not talking about Tiny Sonata. You've still got the record, my man. Shortest Formula One career in 1953. A man by the name of Ernst Luf started his debut race in the German Grand Prix. The lights went out and he was underway. Unfortunately, he was only underway a little bit. He only managed to travel two meters, approximately six and a half feet before needing to retire from the race and never racing again. An unfortunate record to be held, but one that will stand the test of time. A true legend to the sport and, I mean, one day he's going to be inducted into the Pimp Hall of Fame. You better believe it. Six and a half feet. Two meters. That's your whole F1 career. Anyway, okay. Number two. Two. The least amount of points scored by a driver 
when their teammate went on to win the championship. Yeah, it's a little bit of an obscure one, but I think it's important. But back in 1972, a man by the name of Dave Walker, the great Australian, was teammates with Emerson Fittipaldi on the famous Lotus. Fittipaldi went on to have an impressive season with five wins and 61 points, winning by 16 points over Jackie Stewart. However, Dave Walker in the exact same car failed to score a single point that season, being the only driver to never score a point while their teammate won the championship. A record that will never, ever, ever be seen again. Think about it. Think about it. Bottas not scoring a single point all season while Hamilton goes on to win. Uh, we're never, ever going to see that again. And number one. One. The number one statistic that will never, ever be broken. Well, it was back in 2006, my friends, when Sebastian Vettel set the record for the shortest time elapsed in a Formula One career until... You received a penalty. Oh yeah, Seb Vettel was lining up for the Turkish GP and entering the race via the pit lane. But as he was taking off, he clocked a little bit too fast. He was just going a little bit too fast in that pit lane and was given a nine a penalty nine seconds into his career. I'm sorry, a penalty nine seconds into your career. Another magnificent record in Formula One that will never, ever, ever be broken. And that's going to do it. That's it. What do you guys think? Are there any records or stats that I've missed off the list that I should definitely add? I actually had a bit of fun researching this. I might start including random F1 stats in the show each and every week. You guys, what do you think? Do you think that was a smooth operator? (laughs) Smooth operator. Smooth operator. I think that was the smoothest operation of my life. Yeah, man. Now it's time to go into detail about one more statistic. A stat in Formula One so ridiculous, or all of sport that is, that I feel it's not even true. Like if you went up to directors in Hollywood and said, I've got, a, I've got an idea for a movie, I've got an idea for a story, and you told them this, uh-uh, they would say it's ridiculous. We're not making this. It's too unrealistic. But if I hadn't gone back and watched the tapes myself, I would be certain someone was making it up. You see, back in the day, the world of Formula One was like the wild, wild west. People got away with all kinds of crazy shit out there. And if you had a bit of cash behind you and rocked up to the track with a half-decent car, there was a chance that you could just enter the race yourself. It was insane. But tonight we are starting the Pimp. Park it in my firm, a Hall of Fame where we add a spectacular individual from the world of motorsport, and in particular, Formula One. And the first inductee is a man that has spectacularly failed in front of his home crowd, a man that didn't qualify for a race, didn't finish that same race, and also got disqualified from that same race. Yeah, you heard me correctly. He got a DNQ, a DNF, and a DSQ all in the same race. The only driver to do so and one record that will never ever be broken. This is the story of Hans Heyer. Hans was born in Mönchengladbach in Germany and started racing karts at an early age as many of the F1 drivers did. 
He would enter into kart races everywhere. Winning multiple championships as a junior, he became quite well known and beloved by others in the karting community. But as he got older, his dream was far more. He needed more. He wanted to race in Formula One. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Well, let's move forward. It's now July 31st, 1977, and Hire is given his chance. He's offered the second seat at German ATS Penske car, and it was a very different car than the ones he is used to driving. But he was a local in the area, a reserve driver. He was the convenient choice to fill the seat. But the car wasn't flash, and as a result, he wasn't able to qualify quick enough. He therefore was not allowed to compete in his home race. Now think about that. His family, friends, and all his karting buddies from the area. All the locals come to the F1 race just to see you drive, to cheer you on, only to have you not even be in the main event. It was the equivalent to an over-the-pants handjob. You're excited something was happening for the guy. But what a letdown. So he received a DNQ, did not qualify, and he was talking to his karting buddies about it, and one of them happened to mention something. What did he say? He just happened to mention that he was a marshal for the race. What a coincidence. His other buddy was a marshal for the race. In fact, all his karting buddies were marshals for the race that weekend. Well, I, I know, Hans. What if we sneak you onto the track? You get to compete in front of your fans. Hire thought the idea was brilliant. The race started and it was action-packed. Crash after crash. The race organisers were busy and Hire saw this as his moment. He drove onto the track and he was away. The crowd erupted each time he crossed the line. Normally the marshals would black flag him and call him in immediately. But, you know, seeing as they were his mates, they let him go. Nine laps in. Gearbox trouble. Hans Heyer was forced to retire. Yes, that rhymes and it sounds freaking awesome. He returned to the pits with a DNF failing to finish the race. And as he pulled into the pit lane, he also received a DSQ, getting disqualified from that very same race. Hans Heyer received a DNQ, DNF and DSQ all in the same race and it will forever be a stat that will never, ever, ever be matched again in Formula 1 history. Hans was banned for life from F1, but he isn't banned from the pinfall of fame. Congratulations to the first member of what was absolutely remarkable way to leave your mark on the sport. One race, one DNQ, one DNF, one DSQ, and a lifetime ban to boot. Raise a glass to the first inductee to the parking in my Fermi Hall of Fame. Mr. Hans Heyer. Goodbye, my lovers. Oh, it is so hard to say goodbye to the people that you love. Thanks so much for stopping by. And as we start seeing more and more cars, I'm getting a little more and more excited. Not much room left in my pants with the amount of excitement going on. Not long now before we start seeing some action. Now, if you could please... Give the show a subscribe, a little bit of a follow. It'd be greatly appreciated. I'm very needy. I am. I'm telling you right now. You can also join me on the socials, Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. And if you ever need to catch up on an episode, you know where to look. 
Why do I need to keep telling you? There they all are on the podcast platform. Podcast? Oh my loaded, loaded, loaded. It's on the podcast platform. As well as on the website. What's that website called? Parkitinmyfamily.com. You better believe it is. What a fantastic show. And I'll speak to you all next time. As always, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Podcast Network.